It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, guys? It is your host, Deontay Daniels and A. Oliver. Back with you guys for another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Wizards take an L to the Pacers. I thought that may be a tough game, but when you're giving up that amount of points in the paint, 70-plus, it's going to be hard to win games, man. So we're going to get into our main takeaways, some individual performances, and I guess maybe... You know, if we feel like talking about player of the game at X Factor, and we'll get into a little bit of the Nets game as well. So let's get right into it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is going on, guys? It is your host, Deontay Daniels and Ed Oliver, back at you guys with another Locked On Wizards podcast episode. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. I also want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen each and every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Ed... Main takeaways from this Pacers game, I, I think there's a number. It was said throughout the broadcast that that just sticks out like a, you know, a sore thumb. Yeah, post presence, interior post presence. We just didn't have it. The uh, Indiana Pacers scored 74 points in the paint, and Tristan Thompson had 17 points tonight, and he immediately got waived by the Pacers right after the game and got picked up by the Bulls. So um, anytime you let Tristan Thompson go, would he go 7-4? Seven four eight for nine from the field. Eight for, eight for nine, nine mm-hmm. from the field. Seventeen points and six boards. The Pacers also shot fifty four percent from the field and seventy four points on the paint. So not much resistance at all. Tyrese Halliburton, you know, he was able to get to get to the basket and get to the cup and get penetration. Whenever he felt like doing it, guys like O'Shea Brissett, Lance Stevenson, doing the air guitar and celebrating, showboating in the first half. They got buckets whenever they felt like it. Um, so some of their young guys stepped up. Jalen Smith, I thought he played well for the Pacers too. Um, we just couldn't get stops, and we couldn't get buckets in the paint either. We only had 30, 36 points in the paint, and we mm-hmm. definitely could have used a guy like Daniel Gaffer tonight. We definitely could have used a guy like Chris Has Porzingis tonight as well. Um, I know a lot of people are going to give Thomas Bryan a hard time, um, but just from a team standpoint, um, team takeaways, not individual performance that we'll get to later on, um, I, I do think Kuzma tried his best. Uh, he missed a couple shots down the stretch. Um, but yeah, we just we we could not get stops until the fourth quarter. We started to play better defense, and uh, we did make threes. This was one of our better. We shot forty five percent from the three point line, which was our probably our best three point shooting night all season. Seventeen for thirty seven. Um, but I thought we settled too much. Like we weren't able to get to the basket at all. But I thought sometimes we settled a l- pretty early in the shot clock um, and settled for jumpers instead of trying to get the ball into the paint and. I do think, you know, Thomas Bryant, he didn't provide much resistance defensively, but I thought they could have gave him the ball a little bit more in the post. 
Um, I, they just kind of looked him off, and you can see his body language when he sat down on, on the bench as well. Uh, I thought this was one of one of KCP's better games too. Um, but this is it looked like a developmental game. I thought Danny had some good moments too, but he, he has to finish his layups. Um, I thought it was it looked like a developmental game. Cassius Winston got some playing time. Uh, Isaiah Todd got some playing time. So um, they just they just were missing some guys, and we need them bad. And the Pacers are missing guys too, so I can't use it as an excuse. Yeah, I think the points in the paint is crazy. You cannot give up seventy plus points in the paint and expect to consistently win games. I say it all the time about the Wizards and their defense. And this is with the Wizards shooting 45% from three. And KCP went five for eight. Kuz went six for 12. So anytime the Wizards are shooting 45% from three, you're hoping that they could potentially pull that game off. But the lack of post presence, man, and just interior defense it kills you know really hurts the wizards tristan thompson should not be putting up 17 points i mean the last time i believe when he was with the kings he put up double digits points as well that just can't happen it really can't happen Brissett, he really hurt the wizards six for 13 from the field halliburton i mean he was diming he had that clutch dime late game as well he had 14 assists with 21 points Side note, I still think the Kings are crazy for trading Halliburton. That kid's going to be really good. But, I, I mean, you look at Taylor, 9 for 11 from the field. It's just too easy. You know, it's way too easy. They shot 20% from the three, but it doesn't matter if they can get whatever they want in the paint. And this has been a common theme for the Wizards this season. It's not just this game. They've had games where they'll defend the three. And a team will shoot a low percentage from three, but they'll shoot 50-plus percent from the field. And it kind of washes it out. And it makes it tougher to win that game. So Porzingis will help. He surely will help. But it's a team effort. You cannot ask Porzingis to come in and try to just completely lock down that paint by himself. It's got to be a concerted team effort. Everybody has to, you know, Get tough down there. They got to get tough. They got to help Porzingis out because he's not going to be able to do it by himself and single-handedly be able to improve the interior defense. He'll help, though, for sure. Yeah, the combination of him and Daniel Gafford because Gafford's just, you know, he's the best rim protector. It could be Dan, it could be KP, uh, Porzingis, too. But, you know, Daniel Gafford, he's a better rim protector than Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant isn't much of a, you know, post defender. Uh, he's more of an offensive-minded guy shooting threes and, you know, posting up. So the combination of those two will be a lot better than what we saw. Anthony Gill, you know, he can only do so much. What is he, like 6'9"? So he's not going to – nobody's scared. You can see the, the guys weren't even scared going to the basket. Tristan Thompson one time, he bodied um, Thomas Bryant going to the basket. They got a couple and ones too. They were getting some offensive boards and whatnot too. So they were they just didn't have any fear going to the paint. At least with Gafford and Porzingis, they'll think twice. Like they didn't even think about it. Um, KCP, he did fall asleep. On that last play, where I want to say we were down by two, we could have got the stop, and Kispert did a solid job defensively. But you know, Halliburton got to the paint, he dished it off to Brissett, and KCP was just fell asleep in the corner, and and Brissett just you know did a backdoor cut and made a dunk. So plays like that, it just can't happen. Those are those are how you lose ball games. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's just the simple things and. This is what it's about. You know, some of the younger guys making mistakes and learning through that as they go through the rest of the season. I'm not 
completely upset about the loss because that helps improve the lottery odds. So, you know, if they fight, if they, they fight and they lose, better odds. If they win, that helps them on their journey to try to get into the plan. But if you're looking at the plan, the Hawks beat the Magic today and the Wizards lost. So they're not tied anymore <laughs> for that Tim spot. But before we get into a little bit more of individual performances, we do have a message from our friends over at Bet Online. Football might be over for this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline where the game starts. And once again, guys, I do want to thank you all for making Locked On Wizards your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. So, Ed, I'm not sure if you want to... If you want to get into this interior defense a little bit more, but before we talk about individual players, I do want to ask you, how much do you think Porzingis is going to help the interior defense? Because I know I just brought up it being a team effort still, but how much do you see Porzingis improving that interior defense? Um, I think he'll definitely help. He's averaging 1.7 blocks per game, and blocks is not the end of the world. It's not tell-all, be-all. You can get a block and still play defense, still not play good defense. Um, but he'll help. Like tonight, we just, you know, Thomas Bryant's 6'10", Anthony Gill's like 6'8", so they're both kind of undersized fives. Um, they just don't instill fear on offenses. You know, guys are going in and finishing, and, you know, they just don't – it's like a layup line out there. That's what it was. It was a layup line and a dunk drill. You see Lance Stevens celebrating, and the other guys, they followed suit. Some of the young Pacers players started celebrating and showboating as well. So – um, but Porzingis will help. Just having a seven-footer out there that can move around a little bit, him and Gafford combined should definitely help. I don't see them putting up 74 points in the paint on Gafford and um, Porzingis. And Thomas Bryant only had – how many fouls did he have tonight? You know, you got to use some of those fouls too. Thomas Bryant mm-hmm. had one foul. So at least, yeah, lay somebody out. It doesn't have to be a flavor foul, but just let let them know that you're there. Mm-hmm. Nobody there <laughs> let anybody know they was anywhere. And they, they just did whatever they felt like. The Pacers did whatever they felt like doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it just was it was completely too easy. I mean, anytime a team puts up 70-plus points in the paint, once again, your guys aren't tough enough, being tough enough down there. And that's been a consistent issue with the team. Who would you say you were, I guess, if you want to say, most impressed with? I know before we started, you talked about KCP. He had 27 points. Mm-hmm. You were saying you thought it was one of his best games of the season. Mm-hmm. And definitely, I would say this, too, the guards, too. They Their defense wasn't great either. Neto's just too small, and Tyrese took advantage of that. He took advantage of some of the defense, too. Corey Kispert is still a young defender, too. Lance Stevenson on that matchup wasn't great either. Um, I thought Denny tried defensively. 
Mm-hmm. Um, KCP, they got some buckets on him too. So, so it's not all just on the um, big. Sometimes, you know, when the guards give up such easy lanes to the basket, it's yeah. hard for them to um, defend and, and get stops. But, yeah, KCP, man, he was impressive today. This is one of his better games. I thought he was under control. He didn't try to dribble or do too much. Five for eight from the three, nine for 18 from the field. So 50% from the from the uh, field. And he had some clutch threes down the stretch, too. I thought Denny had some good moments down the stretch, too. Um, we were down by five, I want to say, or down by, like, six, and he cut it to two with um, two back-to-back buckets. Now the layups. Ish Smith had a put-back dunk. You know, he's, what, 5'10 on a good day, 5'11". He had a put-back dunk. But guess where the put-back dunk came off of? It came off of a Denny fast break layup miss. He's shooting 65% from within three feet or in. This is Chase Hughes tweeted this, tweeted this that that stat that he's 65% from three feet uh, within to the rim. That's basically layup range. Um, and that's the worst percentage on the team. You know, he's just not finishing well around the rim. Now, he's doing other things well. He's rebounding well, had the career high rebounds. Um, he's facilitating, doing other things well. But I think that will come with time. Now, he just has to get stronger physicality and toughness. That's what he's got to work on. Thinking too much. I don't know what it is. I don't know if he's, you know, shying away from contact, but he's just got to finish around the room. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot. In all seasons, it's going to be a lot of layup drills, you know, and a lot of left-handed drills, I'm sure. Definitely. Uh, as far as Denny, and once he gets that down, that finishing, if he can get that finishing down, that'll help his offensive game tremendously because that's just been the most consistent topic and issue that, a lot of fans have been having with him is just the finishing ability and being able to finish and use that left hand. So once he gets it down, it'll be good. You know, once again, he played 32 minutes tonight, another 30 minute performance. And I think he should be playing 30 minutes, you know, off the bench, et cetera, because how else are you going to really be able to continuously get better outside of playing big minutes? And in this kind of season, he should be doing that. So, is there any other guy on the team, Ed, before we move on to the Nets game? Is there any other guy on the team that caught your eye? Um, I thought uh, Denny did have a plus four. So he had 14 points and seven boards. I thought he did some things well. Um, I must say Neto had some good minutes in the beginning of the game. He had 10 points. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, Kyle Kuzma, 26 points, but he shot 27 times. So... He uh, shot the ball 27 times to get 26 yeah. points, 15 boards, six assists. He had a big three before the end of the half. He was a plus five and a plus minus box as well. Just missed a couple of layups down the stretch. Um, once again, I was happy to see Isaiah Todd out there. Cassius Winston had three points. He had a big three down the stretch too. Um, so that, that's about it. Corey Kisper had a rough night shooting the ball, but he kept shooting it, trying to do other things. One for six from the three. Um, we're, we're just waiting for some consistency from him from the three-point line. So – um, that's about it. And what's until junior? Um, I know people give him a hard time. I don't, I didn't really have anything wrong to say about him with the rotations tonight, you know, just undermanned and just not having a B that can protect the rim really, really hurt him. Um, I thought he made some adjustments down the stretch in that fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I, it was just, this was one of those games where I just, I could tell, I knew this may be one of the games the Wizards would struggle with, you know, with the Pacers and a young team. They got some guys who can get to the basket. They got some guys who can shoot. Uh, I'm not surprised it was a tough game at all. So it's tough. But if you're one of those guys who, one of those fans who are team tank, you're smiling after this game. You're like, that's cool. You know, you're fine. 
one step closer to Jaden Ivey, possibly. You know, and I know that's your guy, but yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But before we get into talking about player of the game or X Factor, if we do choose to do that, and the Nets game, we do have a message from our friends over at Rock Auto. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand house brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find their solution. Find the solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. All right, D, so before we wrap up, uh, who was your player of the game? And actually, I uh, definitely got to go with Halliburton, player of the game. I mean, he he killed the Wizards, you know, scoring-wise. And from the free throw line, 10 free throws, 8 for 10 from the free throw line, 14 assists, was out there facilitating as well. X-Factor, I'll go with Tristan Thompson, man. It's not often you'll, you see a 17-point game from Tristan Thompson. So I'll go with him as the X factor. Yeah, it seems like guys usually turn back the clock. Lance Stevenson turned back the clock on us. Lamarcus Aldridge a couple games ago with the Nets put up twenty five on us. So if it, if somebody wants to have a get back get right game, it's usually against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, once again the the Pacers got to the line. They shot twenty nine free throws too. That just shows how much they they got to the paint and got to the basket. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree. Tyrese Halliburton and then X Factor was Tristan Thompson. You can kind of throw in Brissett too and mm-hmm. throw in Lance Stevenson as well. I thought some of those guys and, and the guy Taylor too, man, he, he stepped up too. Like you yeah. said, um, he was nine for 11 from the field. So, um, but yeah, what's your keys to victory to the next game tomorrow? I see Cam Thomas was balling. Also, yeah. the Nets, um, they just won against the Knicks. They were down by like what 28 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they were down big and they, they came back and Cam Thomas. Put the cough, put the nail in the coffin for him. So that Nets game is going to be tough. You know, even with Kyrie not playing, Seth Curry's going to be out there. You just gotta defend the paint. I would say that mainly after get after giving up 70 plus points tonight, the next game, you cannot allow that against the Nets. You cannot allow them to dominate you and get whatever they want down low. Please, please protect the paint and move the ball around. You know, facilitate. Um, let's have that offense free-flowing. Let's move the ball, get other guys involved so they can get active on the defensive end. Definitely. Um, yeah, let's defend the three-point line. Let's defend the paint as well. We got to protect the paint. We got to play with more physicality and some toughness. Let's try to push the pace. I know guys are going to go out there and make mistakes. Denny's, you know, he's going to make some mistakes, but he's going to make some good things happen as well. Same thing with Kuz and some of the young guys, Corey Kispert. Um, keep moving the ball. We shot the ball better tonight. Let's try to get the ball in the post and play inside out. Let's try to get to the basket. Let's give Thomas Bryant a couple touches 
because it motivates him to play harder. When he dunked on number four, I'm sorry, I don't remember his name from the Pacers. They just had a lot of young guys out there. But when he actually was more active in that third and fourth quarter, mm-hmm. that's when Thomas Bryant played with more energy. Now, he should be playing with more energy anyway. But let's, you know, try to get him some touches. Let's facilitate. I want to see him roll to the basket more, too. Um, but, yeah, as a team standpoint, we, we just got to play better defensively. Simple as that. It's, it's not rocket science. They got to protect the paint. Um, Seth Curry can shoot the heck out of the ball. He's hit six threes tonight. So, please don't let him go out there and hit eight eight or nine threes. He always cooks us. Um, Andre Drummond, is, is he had 19 boards and 11 points. So, he, mm-hmm. he's a big body down there. So, Thomas Bryant is going to have his hands full. Um, and Cam Thomas, once again, know your personnel. These guys can shoot. LaMarcus Aldridge had, guess what, 18 points at 10 boards. And he killed us last time. So mm-hmm. um, they got a lot of bigs that they're, they're going to be throwing at us. Blake Griffin had a good game against us last time, too. So the bigs got to step up. Anthony Gill, it's going to be a team effort. Kuzma's going to have to play some of the five. Same thing with Denny might have to play some five here and there, too. You never know. So um, use those fouls, too. Let's be physical and let them know our presence. Yeah. Uh, if you let – Drummond go off. I mean, he will. He's already going to be down there snagging boards. What mm-hmm. you can't have is another Steven Adams situation, giving up 10-plus offensive rebounds, right. not rebounds alone, offensive by themselves. He had five against the Knicks. And, you, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I worry about that category against the Wizards, man, and him just being able to, to get Thomas in foul trouble and being able to dominate down there. Mm-hmm. And Patty Mills, too. You got to watch out. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of guys that can really hurt you. They don't have KD and Kyrie. Of course, like you said, they don't have Ben Simmons yet, but they still have some guys that can come out there and, and do some damage. So, um, but yeah, let's move the ball around. Let's space the floor, play uh, tough basketball, and and um, just go out there and run. Don't be scared to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's all I really got to say on it, man. Just <laughs> play hard. Just play hard fight and defend, you know, try to defend to the best of your abilities, which mm-hmm. means not 70 plus points in the paint. Right. Yeah. Let Isaiah Todd get some run too. But all right, guys, we want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets. Your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Thank you, guys. Make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Wizards on YouTube and hit the notification bell as well. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.